All right, so Caden, as you know. Oh, wait, wait. Sorry. No, I'll just cut this out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was gonna say, can you turn your video on that way I can see if you're like motioning to me to do something or something? Oh yeah, yeah sorry. I was just. I, no, yeah, yeah, no, you're all good. Yeah. Okay. Nice yeah. shirt, by the way. I like it. Thank you. All right. I'll just start. So, Caden, um, as you know, we're doing Madden 21 ratings, good and the bad. Let's start with the good, since there's quite a few less. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. EA screwed up on a lot this for this <laughs> recent release. So yeah, you want to start us off? Sure. Yeah. Mitchell Schwartz finally getting some respect. He got a 96 overall. Been one of the best pass blockers in the league every single year. Never been selected to a Pro Bowl, but that's not in his power. You got. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that Mitchell Schwartz. For a lot of years, he's been pretty underrated, and finally getting a 96, he's a great pass blocker. And, yeah, I think that was really good. I think EA really did good for that one. While he's never been to the Pro Bowl, giving him a 96, is he's been an outstanding pass blocker. And, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have to say about that one. I mean, for the Chiefs, he's a lot – of part a big part of their success for the Super Bowl and stuff, giving Pat Mahomes time. Yeah, for sure. All right, what do you have on your list? Um, so one other, so one good I had was Alvin Kamara barely cracked the top ten running backs in Madden twenty one. Some people might say he deserved better. I think Madden actually got this one right. I mean, I think that while comparatively to some of the running backs in his range, that might not be fair to guys like. Joe Mixon, maybe that might not be the best example, but I think that over time he's a little bit. He had prime a couple years ago when he was NFC Championship and stuff, but I think they got him right with ninety ninety one this time, maybe an eighty, actually high eighty, I think. I believe he's like eighty eight overall, something somewhere in there. Yeah. What do you but, think about yeah. that? I I do think EA got that one right. That's yeah, that's one of the few. But they also kind of screwed up with Josh Jacobs at an 88. Josh Jacobs is not on par with Alvin Kamara yet. Yeah. They're no, both I agree with you. Players, but they're just not on the same level. Yeah, but I mean, comparatively to how Alvin Kamara has been in the past, yeah. I'd say they got that right. But I agree with you. It depends what perspective you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And then for my next couple, um, they're about safeties. So Kevin Byard and Justin Simmons – they're two of the most underrated players in the league. Justin Simmons, a breakout player this past year. Yeah. And Kevin Byard has just always been great. Yo. No. In the top yeah. six safeties this year. Which I think yeah, I saw that. I completely agree with you. I mean, you look at Justin Simmons' stats, 20 assists, four picks. I mean, that's by itself is great with almost 100 combined tackles. And I he's been a really – underrated player and Justin like you said they've kind of been underrated for a few years now and they've both been breakout players Justin Simmons especially and I think they got that one right yeah um I have one actually going to the wide receiver category Michael Thomas was a standout star in the 2019 season and he got the very much expected 99 overall rating but for the Devontae Adam lovers, did he deserve better than a 94 overall? I think they actually got it right. 
Because, I mean, while he's he's the only receiver for that Packers team, I mean, with a name like Equinemius, a wide receiver. and But I think I think they got it right. How about you? I also think that they got that one right. But Devontae Adams is the only – well, not the only good player on that offense. He's the only good receiver on that team. Yeah. And, I mean, it's like, I know this is a bit off topic, but the Packers didn't address any needs. Like – no, they, they didn't. Did I mean, we'll get into that in our next episode, but their off-season needs, I mean, Jordan Love. <laughs> but, yeah, no, yeah, I think they got it right. I mean, while Devontae Adams, sure, he's a great player, one of the best route runners, gets that route technician ability, and we'll talk about abilities more later. But I think he, I think he got a good 94 overall. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. That's one of the few. Like, here, let me read you some of the names on for receivers on the Packers roster. Devontae sure. Adams, obviously. Equinemia St. Brown. Reggie Begleton. Darrell Stewart Jr. Alan Lazard. Marquez Valdez-Scanling. And Darius Shepard. Like, these guys are not good. I mean, I haven't even heard of half of those guys. <laughs> so, I mean... He has more – I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers' only wide receiver target, only one of the only receiver targets, so he's going to get that many more completions. But he is one of the best route runners in the league, probably yeah. the best. Yeah, I'd have to say the best. And, like, you were talking about running backs. Yeah. Joe Mixon, one of the most underrated players in the league, is – actually, I'll combine these two. Allen Robinson and Joe Mixon, they're two – Vastly underrated players, and I'm sorry I'm using that word a lot, but it's just true. They've just been stuck on horrible franchises. Joe Mixon's played for the Bungles his entire career since, well, I mean, it's only been since yeah. but still. Allen Robinson has played for Blake Bortles, Jaguars, Mitchell Trubisky's Bears. He's not gotten any recognition. I'm glad EA finally, so like, well, yeah, they finally recognize them. Joe Mixon in 88, Allen Robinson in 89, and I think they're very properly rated. I completely agree with you. Both really, like, both really underrated players, and they haven't gotten the respect they deserved. I mean, you look at it, Joe Mixon with the Bengals. I mean, the Bengals do not have that great of a team. I mean, there's some positions where you need help to be good, and there's some that you don't. Running back, you need help. And I mean, Joe Mixon can't make the Bengals good by himself. Sure, he's a great player. But, I mean, with, like, guys, like, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but the wide receivers that have been out for the Bengals pretty much most of the season, John Ross and A.J. Green. But I think, yeah, I think Joe Mixon and Allen Robinson, you look at him, you need a good quarterback to make a good wide receiver. And Trubisky? (laughs) So, I would say that, yeah, Allen Robinson is a great player. And, I mean, you kind of have to put in perspective because if you look at players that have had bad franchises, while they might not have as great of stats as players that have really good franchises, like you look at a wide receiver like Tyreek, who is a great franchise in the Chiefs, and with Pat Mahomes throwing to him, he's going to be a better player, might, and he has a little bit better stats than Allen Robinson. But comparatively, with Allen Robinson's franchise, I think great wide receiver in Madden, yeah. EA, I should say, gave him the respect that he deserves. 
Okay, wait, can you hold on for a second? I'll just cut this part out, but my laptop's not going to in. No, yeah, you're good. Thank you. It's literally overheating right now. I'm very concerned. Really? <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay. So, starting... Where did we leave off? Alan Robinson, okay. Um, so next on my list, I have Grady Jarrett, who is a high overall this year, which is much needed. Grady Jarrett's been one of the best interior linemen like in, in the NFL. He broke the sack record for the Super Bowl against Tom Brady, which makes me very happy. But just Yeah. Okay, and just for reference, I'm a Seahawks fan. Caden is a 49ers fan. So if you ever hear yeah. it, oh, yeah. biased. Yeah. So I completely agree with you with Grady Jarrett. I mean, in that Falcons Patriot Super Bowl, I mean, granted the Patriots didn't w- did win in that overtime game, but Grady Jarrett was a great player for that. I mean, last year you had seven and a half sacks. That's good on its own, and I agree with you. Is a really underrated player, and I think Madden did EA did good with giving him the respect he deserves. Yeah, that's all I have for the good ratings. Yeah. Same here. I mean, EA screwed up on a lot this year. Well, they usually do. <laughs> Even on some of my favorite plays in the game, which different conversations, slip screen, one of them. But, yeah, continuing. So, yeah, that's all I have for the good at all. Yeah. So, one of mine was tight end George Kittle received a 98 overall rating. Is that fair for the best tight end in the league? I mean – him and Travis Kelsey are kind of 1A, 1B, and while he might not be – it's like if there was a 98.5, that'd go to George Kittle. Yeah, no, I think a 98 is fair for George Kittle. I don't see him as better than Bobby Wagner and DeAndre Hopkins, and I don't see him on the same level as Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Donald. So I think 98 – He could get there, though. He could get there, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, you <laughs> can't get there. Okay. So, kind of on that same level with the 98 overalls, J.J. Watt got a 98 overall rating, but he only played eight games and got four sacks. Or could that 98 go to a different player like Cam Jordan, who had a breakout season? Yeah, no, J.J. Watt definitely should not have a 98 overall. He He's barely played these past couple of years. I mean, you I know. I wouldn't say TJ Watt is a 98 overall yet, or Shaq Barrett, or either of those guys. But um, yeah, Cam Jordan, as you said, I think he's a 96 somewhere. Yeah, 96. But I mean, he had 16 sacks last year. If, yeah. If you're gonna put I, somebody I mean, at 98 behind Aaron Donald, which was the expected 99, I'd say that could go to somebody else like Cam Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like TJ Watt's an 86, Shaq Barrett's an 85. Shaq Barrett had 19 and a half sacks, league leader. TJ Watt, top three defensive player of the year candidate yeah and then I mean there's other guys like Chandler Jones who's I know I'm saying it again underrated but he 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 did get a 95 so I have to give him credit on that but like yeah that that 98 could have very easily gone to other players yeah Minka Fitzpatrick was one guy oh I have him on my list too yeah yeah arguably top two last year maybe even the best I don't have him over Jamal Adams but he could be the best not even on the top ten in the safeties department. 
you EA screwed up. Yeah. Big time. I mean, with only an 87 overall, Minka didn't make top 10. How does the all-pro safety deserve that? I mean, if you look, Steelers' defense is right now one of the best in the league, and Minka was kind of the wheelhouse behind that defense. Yeah, no, since getting traded there in, what was it, week two, week three, week four, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere like that. He really impacted the Steelers' defense. He, TJ Watt, Cam Jordan, sorry, not Cam Jordan, Cam Hayward. Um, yeah. Guys, Joe Hayden, we'll get to later. Yeah. I had Joe Hayden on my list. Actually, Joe Hayden didn't even crack the top 10 Madden 21 corners with an 83 overall. Does this five-pick corner deserve a little bit better at least? Okay, I mean, top 10 corners, there's very good players on that list. Like, Yeah. More obviously the 99, there's Tredavious, YJ, Alexander. But I don't, I don't see Joe Hayden as better than a Darius Slayer or Pat Pete. But he definitely deserved higher than an 82. 82 is just not sufficient for a player that good. Yeah. No, I I completely agree with you. And, I mean, going off the corners, whatever. I don't want another word. I didn't English. But um, Tredavious White, 90 overall, fifth best corner in the game. He was the only corner this year not to allow a touchdown in the regular season. 90 overall behind Jair Alexander. Gilmore, obviously. I mean, I don't think there's any corner yet on par with Gilmore. Um, and other guys like Jalen Ramsey. Richard Sherman, he should not be below Richard Sherman. <laughs> I completely agree with you. I mean, a little bit biased towards Richard Sherman, but, I mean, that's a different conversation. But, yeah, I mean, to only allow z- – to allow zero touchdowns at whether playing zone or man, I mean, that's really good. I mean, I can think of – Corners off the top of my head that allow multiple in a game. Akella Witherspoon being one of them. Different discussion, but good thing we switched to Emmanuel mostly. But, yeah, I think that easily could have gone up to um, maybe top at 95 or so, something like that. Yeah, and, like, just about Richard Sherman, he got, like, a 98 overall play recognition. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how old he is... This- <laughs> like he definitely does not have 98 player rec- like I love Sherman I'm a Seahawks fan but come on like, I have a poster oh, of him. I'm a Niner fan <laughs> no I I agree with you he's getting older I mean he got burnt so many times in the Super Bowl I mean his body's seeming to me like it's kind of starting to give in yeah okay um one other thing that I had safeties wise Jamal yeah. Adams, 92 overall below Harrison Smith and Tyra and Matthew. That's not yeah. fair. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Jamal was the best safety in the league last year. Stuck on a horrible team in the Jets. Exactly. I mean, you look at Jamal Adams compared to like guys like Tyra Matthew. And Tyra Matthew is good. I mean, he played for the Chiefs defense and obviously went to the Super Bowl. And he's a really good player, maybe top five safeties in the league. But Jamal Adams, boy, he's he's a wheelhouse. And I think he really deserved a lot better. I mean, arguably, like you said, top safety in the league. And with stuck on the Jets franchise and still being that good, that's impressive. And I think a, just a 92 is kind of what like under what he deserves. 
disrespectful. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Like, yeah. I have one on my list, kind of changing the topic a little bit, but going to the rookie draft class, always an interesting topic for discussion. The highest rookie overall is Joe Burrow at 76. Did the rookies deserve better, or this might have been one that EA got right? I believe EA got this one right. I mean, I know rookies can sometimes, like, just be amazing. And the rookies can take DK Metcalf, my favorite player. It's already top three receiver in the league. No. That, okay. Um, just ignore that. <laughs> um, like Nick Bosa this past year. What's he this year? Like 80-something? 80 88 overall? I, I don't – He could have gotten into the 90s, in my opinion. Yeah, like Nick Bosa was amazing, but yeah, you just can't give a rookie that high of an overall. Like, take Jamarcus Russell, first overall pick over Megatron, Marshawn Lynch, Adrian Peterson, Patrick Willett. Yeah. Signed that massive contract before he played. He turned yeah. out to be the biggest bust in history. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, you can't give rookies that good ratings, but I mean, from a gamer standpoint, you want those new players to be good and decent. I mean, one of the best rookies this year is Ruggs. Henry Ruggs with that 98 speed, but I mean, he's not going to be awesome if he doesn't have a good overall rating. So, I mean, from a gamer standpoint, they're probably pretty upset, but I agree with you. I think EA got this one right. Yeah. Okay. Um, some other stuff that I have on my list. This is all receivers. I'll just, yeah, I'll knock out all of them. DK Metcalf, only a 79 overall. 58 catches, 900 yards, seven touchdowns. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. He's below Tyrell Williams. I mean, I know a lot of people won't even recognize that name. But six exactly. yards and six touchdowns. And no, Brooks, who's never even healthy. 580 yards, two touchdowns. Like, you can't rate DK below them. I know. I mean, didn't DK go down in ratings from last year? Wasn't he, like, an 80 at the end of last year? Yeah, at the end of last year. Madden, he was Madden. this year they're starting yeah. off at 78. They're already predicting his regression, even though the Seahawks themselves have come out and said that he's going to have an expanded role. And then yeah. other players like Julio Jones, who's just for context, he's also one of my favorite players. He's a 97 overall, but I think he could be in the 98-99 realm. I believe he's the best receiver in the league, but I don't know if after Michael Thomas's season you can still put Julio above him. I mean, I I agree with you. I think Julio might not be the 99 Michael Thomas. I mean, but I agree with you. I mean, for the Falcons, he's got Matt Ryan throwing him. He's their, one of their only receivers, and he's a standout star. I mean, it's so much fun to watch him play. All those phenomenal catches. He's such a great player and one, in my opinion, the best player on the Falcons easily. And, yeah, I'd say he could have been in that 98-99 range. But, like you said, with Michael Thomas having the season he did, kind of iffy. But I agree with you. He could have gone up an overall rating or two. Yeah. And and uh, the final thing that I was going to talk about, A.J. Green, 88 overall, didn't play all of last year. He's barely played in the past couple of years. He's above T.Y. Hilton. And he's on the same level as Chris Godwin, 88 overall. I just – I don't think that one makes sense. I mean, with J.J. Watt being a 98, you can't not give A.J. Green a high rating. But 
Yeah, I mean, EA? Uh, like, AJ Green, talking about some of those guys that were kind of in the same realm as AJ Green, you can't take a guy that didn't play, had zero catches, zero yards, etc., comparing them at, at the same overall to a guy that did play. I mean, just doesn't seem right. I mean, that Bengals wide receiver group is kind of breaking down with John Ross being hurt, and yeah. Yeah, okay, last year, Chris Godwin had 86 catches for 1,333 yards and nine touchdowns. A.J. Green had zero catches for zero yards, zero touchdowns. I don't, I don't see how you can make that comparison. I don't either. Kind of on the receiver thing, if you look at Gronk getting a 95 overall, even though he didn't play in 2019, that rating's higher than Zach Ertz, the 90 overall, who's arguably the second or third best tight end in the league last year. Or that 95 probably could have gone to a guy like Darren Waller or Zach Ertz. I mean, if you look at Zach Ertz's stats, I mean, they're just they speak for themselves having 88 receptions, almost 1,000 yards, averaging 10 yards a catch. Whereas Gronk, Gronk, zero receptions, zero yards, averaging zero yards a catch. I mean, what do you think about that one? No, I think that's – that may be their biggest screw-up. Like, I don't – the J.J. Watt one, that was a bit iffy. But, no, giving Gronk a 95 overall when he took a year off from the NFL, he has to do conditioning again and get his body back in shape. Like, he was, he was in the UFC. You can't just join back, like, whenever you want. It's – it's your body. I mean, your body has to be in shape. I mean, yes, Gronk was the best tight end in the NFL when he was playing, but it's been a year. You can't. I know. You can't just leave the game. I mean, you saw – I mean, I'm not trying to downgrade Marshawn Lynch, but Marshawn Lynch left for the year. I mean, kind of just hung around. And you saw he was still beast mode, and the fans still appreciated him in that game. He came back against the 49ers. <laughs> but – he wasn't the same. Yeah, no, he was not the same. Um, moving on, I have obviously Tredavious White. Did we already cover Tredavious White? Uh, I think we might have. Yeah, we did. But okay. Um, Saquon Barkley, ninety-one overall, fifth, sixth, sixth. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. He he's one yeah. a top two running back in the league. I mean, after, obviously, Christian McCaffrey's season, he was a 99. You can't put someone else at a 9. Or you can't give Saquon a higher rating than CMC after that season. But I do think Saquon's better than CMC. But they are interchangeable. Saquon's way too low at a 91. It's completely agree. I mean, another one in there, Derrick Henry. I mean, granted, he just gets handoffs all day. But he's still one of the best running backs in the league. And you look at Nick Chubb being a guy over Saquon. I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, even – or just watching them play, it's – I mean, Nick Chubb had pretty good season, 300, 300 carries, almost 1,500 yards. But, I mean, Saquon's stats and play style speaks to themselves, all those jukes and stuff. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean like, the Browns have – they don't have a great offensive line, but it's much better than the Giants. The Browns made a horrible trade. Exactly. I mean, 
Saquon stats aren't quite Nick Chubb's, but Saquon has to do so much more on the Giants than well, I mean, so much more in creating the running game. I mean, because the the Browns' offensive line is a lot better than the Giants. Yeah, no, and I mean, obviously Saquon out for a couple games, and Nick Chubb was second in the NFL in rushing, and I do think Nick Chubb is a great player, but he's just not Saquon. Yeah, no, I I completely agree with you. I mean, like like I said, Saquon Saquon stats completely speak for themselves. I mean, you look, Cleveland Browns offensive line is ranked sixth, whereas if I can find it here, the um, Giants offensive line isn't even top ten. Yeah, no. I mean, the, the Browns offensive line is not good by any means, like pass protection-wise, but it no, is. Yeah. Yeah, Giants are 20th offensive line compared to 6th with the Browns. Rankings in the league 2020 offseason. Yeah. Deshaun Watson, another one I want to talk about. Not he. Deshaun Watson is a top 5 QB in the league, in my opinion. He's obviously lost to Hopkins now. But, yeah. no, at an 86 overall, you can't put Tom Brady in the top 5 and not include Deshaun Watson. I completely agree with you. I mean, you look, I had – Kind of, I was looking at those QBs too. I mean, the top three are pretty predictable Patrick Mahomes, Russell, Lamar, and all in the top three. But then you look down at Deshaun Watson on the same level, like roughly as a Matt Ryan or somebody like that. Disagree. I mean, going to the QBs, I was wondering so you look at the top three QBs Mahomes got the expected 99, Russell Wilson, great player consistency, great player consistently and yeah and I think he's been Russell deserved what he got and but you look at Lamar only in 94 having MVP the last season did EA predict the Madden finish or is that what he deserved I think Lamar should be around the 95-96 range um I know that obviously there's a lot of good players there but Lamar Jackson is one of them He's yeah. he, he won MVP, broke the rookie rushing record. It's EA should give him some respect. I mean, obviously they put him on the cover, but like you gotta do a bit more than that. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Kind of changing the subject here, going to what we were talking about recently. You look at outside linebackers with TJ Watt being an eighty-six. Uh, yay, you okay there? Like, yeah, I think we already talked about this one, but we can't not like express it enough. Yeah, yeah. 14 and a half sacks. Yeah, TJ Watt, top three defensive player of the year candidate, just an amazing player. He should not be that low. I completely agree with you. I mean, the top of that list, Cleo Mack, Von Miller, Chandler Jones, pretty expected. We already talked about Shaquille Barrett. I mean, leading sack leader, 85. Kind of looking at middle linebackers, do you think – I mean, the lowest is an 82 in Benedict McKinney. I mean, 82, did EA just like – top 10, the lowest is an 82. And and 8 out of the 9 out, – 8 out of the 10, excuse me, in the top 10 are not even 90s. Did EA just not give enough good ratings to middle linebackers? Or does – I think they're they did a job on that, actually. Like, I mean, obviously, like, no disrespect to any of them, but these, like, Bernard McKinney is not 
a great player, obviously, but he's he's a good player. And yeah. I think they rated him properly at an 82. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. And he's obviously um, not like Bobby Wagner or anything, but... Yeah, yeah. Exa- no, I, I agree with you. I mean, Bobby Wagner, clearly the best middle linebacker in the league. But, yeah. Kind of another one that I wanted to talk... So, Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs, you might have kind of already touched on this, but do you think they could have gotten a little bit higher ratings? Um, Say Saquon gave it a higher rating. Do you think they would have gotten a higher rating? I'm sorry, can you say that again? If you say Saquon got a higher rating, do you think they would have gotten a higher rating? Um, I don't – I think Josh Jacobs is actually a bit high. But, um, no, I think EA did, did okay with that. I don't yeah. think they should be any higher than what they already are. Yeah, I agree with you. No, they're kind of fantasy sleepers too, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had one more. Jack Conklin. Just – he was incredible last year. He's huge, obviously. He was a huge part of the Titans' success. 78 overall, not even top 10. Yeah, I, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. I mean, look at it. He was a huge part. Granted, he didn't have to do that much in protecting for the passing game, but for the for the running game, he was huge to Derrick Henry's success and. 70 overall just didn't do it justice. I mean, we were talking about – who was it? Ben Jones, I think we were talking about a little while ago. Yeah, no, he was – got good respect, but I don't understand how Jack Conklin didn't get up there with him. Yeah, I mean, I'm checking it right now. Jack Conklin, 6'6", 326. Like, I don't want to sound sus or anything, but that guy is huge. That's, like – yeah. Yeah. He was, he was under yeah. Um No, yeah, I completely agree oh, with you. I have on here. Yeah, anything? I think that's let me I think that's I think that's pretty much well I think I had actually one more. So going to the wide receiver category one more time, if if you look at it, you have Odo Beckham and Keenan Allen. Odo Beckham, you might have heard, had said that he was going to have the best season yet. Do you think Odo Beckham was fairly treated with a 91? I think Odell, yes. I believe he's a top five receiver in the league. Like, Regardless, he had a down year. He's playing with Baker Mayfield. I don't think Baker Mayfield's a good player. Yeah. That's just – I agree with you. But regardless, um, he's – yeah, I don't know if he's positioned for a breakout year, but Odell's obviously very good. I don't think Keenan Allen is on the same level as Odell, but after this past season, you could make the case. I don't. You you certainly could. Yeah. I mean, if you look at if you look at it, Keenan Allen. I mean, what seventh year in the league? Isn't he kind of past his prime a little bit, in my opinion? I think he's think? in his prime right now. I just don't think his prime is that good. That good. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Odell's prime versus Keenan's prime, I mean, they don't exactly match up. Odell was on the cover of Madden. Keenan had Philip Rivers. I mean, there's not really much of an argument there. I think Odell has been a much better player than Keenan Allen. But I, mean, I, I know I, Keenan Allen. I think 
think maybe EA could check ESPN a little bit more to see, like, the predictions and what coaches are saying about how they're going to incorporate the wide receivers. But, you know, EA. I yeah. It's EA. We're not fans of EA, just to be clear. Yeah. But, I mean, they did create Madden, so. There's nothing else to play. I mean, like, yeah, I guess I got to give credit for that. But... True. Yeah, that's all I have on my list. I... Yeah. That's all I got. Well, okay. Thank you for listening. This has been. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> and I think that's it, boys. And we'll see you for the next podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.